Hello, my name is Andrew Morgan. My name is Shane Beauregard. And my name is Chris Frodell. And together, we form like Voltron to make a brand new entertainment and pop culture podcast called Recent Activity. Every Wednesday, we will bring you deep dive reviews of the hottest titles from around the film and TV world, previews of the next big things to add to your watch list, or do fun things like top five lists, movie drafts, or anniversary celebrations of your favorite classic films. Subscribe now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Starting May the 11th. Welcome, Nerdy Knights of the Well-Rounded Table to Bohemian Geek Studies, where we take extremely dorky dives into our favorite fandoms. Today, I'm Colleen, whose pro-hero or villain name, not sure really, is Fiction. I'm Anders, and my quirk is that I have a very accurate memory for movie and TV trivia. I'm going to call you Rewatch. I don't do that that often. I don't rewatch that often. I remember it on the first try. Let's go. Got to get new content. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, new content doesn't sound as good as Rewatch. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to go with Rewatch just for brandability. Um, So I'm special guest star Daniel, and I guess my quirk would be marketing right now because Anders, come on, man. You got to be on your game. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh, call me Madman because I'm Don Draper. I love it. I love it so much. (laughs) Marketing guru. Thank you. Hire me whenever you want. I'm very much here for this. I love talking about quirks (laughs) and superpowers in general. So on Bohemian Geek Studies, while we vary in terms of our quirks and our ranks, one thing will always remain constant. There's always more to learn from each other. That's right. So on Bohemian Geek Studies, we like to dive into our favorite fandoms, but not everyone always likes the same things. So this episode is part of our Force Fandom series, where we force each other to engage with content we otherwise would have avoided. The rules were simple. We each got to pick up to six hours of content the others hadn't seen for them to watch or read or whatever. Last time, Flo forced Colleen and I to watch 90 Day Fiance before the 90 days. Um, that, That went... That was a thing that happened. It was a thing that definitely happened. <laughs> Thank you for not inviting me onto that one. It was wild. It, was, per- it was it was a pretty fun yeah. episode to record. Yes. No, because I'm scared that I would get too sucked into it is the thing. Oh, yeah. Okay. It's so <laughs> today is Colleen's choice. So Colleen, what did you pick and why did you pick it? I'm so excited for today's episode, uh, mainly because I love getting people to watch the things that I love. I am a reverse gatekeeper, like get those new fans in here. Like you're going to like what I like (laughs) or you're not going to like what I like. You're just going to watch it. For this episode, I knew I wanted to pick an anime, but I also knew that it needed to be a little bit more accessible considering that Anders is going to watch it. And I knew Daniel would like it after he told me he watched Naruto. I'm like, oh, Daniel, this is an easy easy sell here um i've been an anime fan since the late 90s i want to say i started with cowboy bebop love love that series very found family in space bounty hunters and of course i love talking about anime mainly because the storylines are familiar to western viewers but also skewing with like these very unusual ideas especially in what we're going to be covering today Uh, i went through a huge list of anime decided on my hero academia which is super popular right now. It has exploded, especially in the United States. It's currently in the top five manga titles in Japan and the US, and it's consistently in the top rankings for anime viewings. It's a delight, everyone. (laughs) 
especially once you get really into it and you notice some of these people's quirks are really fucking weird. So this story is a mixture of the coming of age story and the hero's journey, literally, as it's about high school students who are training to be heroes and they're just babies. They're like 14, 15 years old. Uh, The world building and character development are super complex. And while it might seem like a kid's show at first, there are a lot of ugly social truths that are hidden in the plot. You get a little bit more of this as you continue watching the show gets darker and darker Mm -hmm. as it goes, while still keeping that kind of whimsical feel. So we watched season one, which is definitely the lightest tone for the series. So I hope Anders keeps watching. I don't think he's going to because (laughs) he's a coward. (laughs) (laughs) I understand why you stopped watching some of the ones you did. But this one is just a delight. So keep going. Uh, the stories and backstory, the storylines and backstories get more complex as well, particularly for the villains, which I think Daniel is discovering as he continues on. Yeah, spoiler alert, I kept watching. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Daniel is now like entrenched in season three. <laughs> yeah, I'm deep into season three. So this one worked on me. Love it. Love it. Okay, so just to kind of get us started. I know Daniel's watched a little bit, but I want a little more history on have either of you watched anime before? And what do you think of it? I've tried in the past. So my relationship with anime and anime style content um, goes back to about the fourth or the fifth grade. So we're somewhere in the night. We're in the late 90s and Pokemon has exploded onto the scene. (laughs) And it is the cool thing. You watch Pokemon, you play Pokemon everyone's doing it so i tried one of my friends had like pokemon blue or red or whatever what gold whatever the fucking colors were whatever for the game boy i tried it i tried watching the show and as a fourth or fifth grader i said this is the dumbest fucking thing i've ever seen in my life you are psychotic no Um, he's correct but i didn't watch pokemon until i was older so i did not Pokemon Fire Red's one of the best video games in the world, but that's not this discussion. Keep going, Anders. I don't know what that is, Daniel. Um, <laughs> so we've got that. Um, and then I, I, I tried, mostly based on recommendations from friends like you guys, um, from Sarah, from a bunch of our other friends. I tried Full Metal Alchemist, both regular and Brotherhood. I didn't get past one or two episodes on either one. Um, same with Attack on Titan. I just ugh. that one's understandable. It's very depressing, very quickly. <laughs> I just it, I just couldn't get into it. You know, we Colleen, we did our run on Star Wars Visions, which I liked, but those were just shorts. You know, they weren't like full full running things. Other than that, I've only really been able to get into things that I'll call like anime inspired or anime adjacent properties. Avatar Last Airbender, Legend of Korra, yes. Castlevania, The Dragon Prince. A lot of the DC animated films for a while had that kind of anime-inspired style. I mm-hmm. like the way they tend to just be a little bit smoother. They flow a little bit better than traditional anime. American-made, in other words. American-made. Yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah. American-made anime. That is the stuff that I have been able to get into. Not Wait, I just have to ask. Dance either. Uh, with crazy Colleen, movies, have but... you seen Castlevania? Yes, I have. Oh, okay, good. It disturbed me. <laughs> oh, I it's very love good. I do though. love the characters in that. I was not prepared, and I have watched a lot of violent anime. For some reason, the violence and deaths in Castlevania really got to me, like on a visceral level. Yeah. Not sure why. 
they Fair and season enough. the like for it was really first season the next seasons were fine i was like okay i'm i've settled into what this is <laughs> first couple episodes i was like oh my god <laughs> <laughs> i i have watched attack on titan so i know what pain is and yet here <laughs> we are oh pain oh. oh goodness how about you danielle so I never really got into too many animes. I um, I mean, I did watch Pokemon when I was a kid. I watched some Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, but that was about it. Like I would watch the occasional Dragon Ball Z episode with friends, but it was never really my thing. Uh, but my roommate and a lot of friends of ours that are in a group chat are all big anime fans and have been bullying me for years. And I finally gave in. Uh, so my roommate said, we're going to start with the most anime of all animes, which was DBZ. Um, mm-hmm. So we watched all of Dragon Ball Z and then we watched Super because I was like, yes, I want to keep going. I'm enjoying myself. Um, let's see. Uh, we watched all of Naruto then, but we did the skip the filler uh, run. Yeah. Because like, I'm sorry. As I'm you, not as watching. you should. <laughs> I'm not watching all of that. Thank you. No, absolutely um, not. <laughs> I really, I really enjoyed them, mm-hmm. but it took so long to get through. Yeah. So I'm finding that I'm enjoying my hero much more because the plot actually moves at a normal pace, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. which is so, so good. Um, besides that, along yeah. nicely, it doesn't Sorry, take. <laughs> oh goodness, I can't stop hiccuping. It doesn't take 30 episodes for one fight to happen. Like, come on, Naruto. Mm-hmm. Um. I have watched shorter animes that I've enjoyed. So uh, Samurai Champloo, I really liked that uh, one season, Get In, Get Out. Yes. Um, I want to watch Cowboy Bebop. I haven't yet. You should. Just, it's the same creator. Right. <laughs> it's So I, I think I will afterwards as, as my hero. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I didn't realize that. Okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I just get hung up on the over voice acting a lot. Like I tried to watch Full Metal Alchemist. Do you watch the dub or the subs? The dub. I okay. watch the dub. Yeah, the dub. Yeah, the the overacting in English is it gets really a lot annoying. to get used to. Yeah, <laughs> it's that is one of the things that's turned me off from a lot of animes for so long. Um, uh, we turned off Full Metal Alchemist to my roommate's extreme sadness because he loves that show. Yeah. Um, I will go back and give it a shot. Um, this was all before I would say like, I watched DBZ and Naruto yeah. and all that because. I'm reacting so well to my hero and all these other ones. I'm like, all right, I'll give them a shot. But I, I refuse, refuse to watch one piece. One of our friends is yeah, trying no. to make me watch one piece. No, and absolutely we not. <laughs> loaded up Funimation the other night to watch my hero. And it said new episode of one piece episode 1044. Yep. No, yep. no, I'm and not doing that. Um, there's one other anime I have to bring up because I have searched for it so many times mm-hmm. and I always forget the name and can't even remember it now. I watched one episode. It was about young children being kept underground by vampires. Some disease apparently got rid of all of the adults. Seraph and of then, the end. Thank you. Thank called. you. A <laughs> it, bunch of children complete. get massacred. It's not complete. Yeah. I warn people. It's very good. Sarah of the End is really good. But yeah, I only remember dark. the the first episode. A bunch of children getting murdered, trying to yeah. escape, yeah. and then one kid gets away. Yep, <laughs> yeah, that's it. 
That's yep. all my exposure so, to anime. Here you got here you guys talk about these like all the, these different ones, these different animes, different characters, different things. Mm-hmm. This is taking me back now to this past summer. I was uh, I was with my mother and two of my nephews, and we were driving up to Boston. We were going to the Red Sox game, and my nephews were like randomly asking me. They're like twelve and eight at this point mm-hmm. they're randomly asking me these questions about like star wars marvel lord of the rings like all this mm-hmm. kind of stuff and i'm answering like out of context questions about this <laughs> and at one point my mom just looks over and says what's it like to be in your brain <laughs> like there's a lot my of file brain cabinets is a in weird there. place <laughs> Just a lot of out of context weird quotes, mm-hmm. gifs, yeah, like so one liners. <laughs> yeah, the, my brain is a confusing place. Um, it only makes sense if you've grown up with the internet. Just like that time, Carly and I told Flo the full story of Maul, and we had the robot scorpion legs. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, yeah, poor Flo. So I was like, what, what? Like, no, it, it's something that happened. <laughs> no, this happens. Oh my god, yes. I love it so much. We we all have way too big uh reservoirs of random shit in our heads. <laughs> which I mean, is why I just we're really <laughs> I really enjoyed texting you guys out of context uh God of War uh events. That was awesome. Was like, I what are it. you talking about? Yeah, I'm like, I'm going with it. <laughs> yeah. All right, focusing back in here though, Colleen, yes. what the heck is yeah. my hero academia about? What I, is it I about? Don't really know. Poor Anderson. <laughs> to just keep watching. So my hero is set like a little bit in the future, but in a world very much unlike our own. Over 80% of the world's population has some kind of superhuman ability, which is called the cork. These powers range from the mundane to the amazing. And law enforcement is supported by professional heroes. This is work that requires a license and is basically a popularity contest. Like yeah. you're ranked and how much money you make is based off of your ranking and your popularity it's the system doesn't work folks we're that that is one thing that will be a theme through the entire show slash manga so (laughs) (laughs) the most famous hero in the world is all might he is a superman like hero based in japan and he is also the idol of the story's main character, who Anders really loves and appreciates, Izuku Midoriya. <laughs> the show focuses on Izuku's journey to become a pro hero after he has a chance encounter with All Might, which is hysterical. <laughs> so, so funny. It is one of the best openings that I have seen in quite a while. We also join Izuku as he attends UA, which is Japan's most prestigious hero high school. We also have my, my my favorite character from the series. People are like, really? That, that's your main character? I'm like, no, just keep watching. This is... Says, I've only seen season one, and this doesn't surprise me in the slightest. This is your favorite yes. character. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I some, wasn't some surprised, but I don't get it yet. Some people are like, oh, yeah, this is totally your favorite. That's fine. He is Suzuku's main antagonist for season one and also the series Deuteragonist, which means he is the secondary main character. His name is Katsuki Bakugo. He's a boy with a fantastic, amazing quirk, but a dumpster fire personality who Izuku has known him since childhood. You know, guys, I'm sure their relationship won't be important at all to the plot, even though they're going to the same school or in the same class and are basically rivals. I'm sure that's fine. 
Yeah, it's not like Deku's going to be screaming Kachan all the time. <laughs> all the time. Let's be fair. They are both brothers who just want to beat the shit out of each other most of the time. Um, basically, the show is kind of in an inverse X-Men because quirks are accepted for the most part. It's part of life, part of reality. But yeah. prejudice and inequality still exist, even in this fantastical world that's very bright, colorful, shiny, where almost everyone has this special ability, there are still divisions within society. So next, we're going to take us on the first thoughts, kind of reviews of the show. What were you guys expecting from watching the show? Were you surprised by anything? Characters, content, storylines? So, I mean, I had zero expectations heading into this. <laughs> Absolutely none. No idea what this is about. Colleen's mm-hmm. like, it's on Hulu. Go watch it. Watch season one. And then we'll talk. (laughs) So I go. (laughs) I was surprised, I will say, as I was watching, um, especially given the absolute deluge of superhero content that's out there these days, I saw elements of The Boys. And I mean, I just saw a trailer the like last week for The Boys spinoff, what is it, Gen V, whatever it is that like takes place at a college. Mm -hmm. Uh, I saw parts of Miss Marvel that had just aired in there. Uh, I found myself overall very into the story, the journey that these characters are on. Izuku's fucking insane. Like, if there was ever a character, we've we often he's say that we boy. that Crazy. we st- no, he's not a fanboy. He's a fucking <laughs> stalker. I'm sorry, stalker. the kid is. He never insane. stalked all might. We we stand therapy here on BGS. Mm. If there was ever a character that was in desperate need of therapy, it is this kid. Yeah. There's that one shot. He's watching like an, a video online and you expect him to kind of have like the hands under his chin, like admiring the screen. But no, 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 no. His eyes are unblinking, super wide. And he's just nodding the head like, <laughs> and it's not healthy. I mean, come on, he's the like three. A dream. He's like three in that part. He is also, he's like so desperate to be a hero. He has no idea what the fuck being a hero means. No. Well, none of the kids no really concept. do. None he has none no of concept of this. And he is just desperate to be in this world and be accepted. The kid is nuts. He I is mean, nuts. but <laughs> I did like. I'm trying, I'm trying to keep my season two and three knowledge out of this because I'm just like, oh, but that's part of it. I'm sure it's part of it. It yeah, doesn't change the fact is. that the kid's fucking nuts. Well, and the sad part is, is that they actually have therapy basically for the kids when their quirks first manifest. Yeah. I don't know if they have no quirk therapy. Right. Like they have. I don't think they do. Yeah. From the manga either. I don't think they do, which is a huge that doctor problem. just said, all right, sorry, kid, you got no quirks. Get watch, out. Watch, watch for that doctor, Daniel. Yeah, I will say I did like that. I the whole concept there of the inverse X Men. It allowed it does allow them to explore quirks from a much wider range. Mm -hmm. When it's a larger section of the population, it does. You don't have not everyone has to have these super big fantastical powers. It can be just just like small. It can be like yeah, all right. I I can move male. Yes, or I glow. (laughs) I'm a baby that glows like that, and that's it. Or have you ever been like in the shower and you're like, oh, I'm a waterbender because you put your hand out and the water flows off yeah. like your middle finger. You could just do that all the time. I never did that. I always assumed that was Palpatine lightning. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like that could yeah. be your power. Just like, mm-hmm. oh, I pow- water comes out of my middle finger. Mm-hmm. 
I love that part of it that the quirks are so versatile. Like some of yeah. these kids, you're like, how the F did they get into the hero course? Basically, they did well on the practical exam is how, how they get did in. did Minetta? How did Grape Juice get in? Oh my God. He's I the mean, only one that I hate. He, yeah, he's absolutely fucking terrible. Him. The entire fandom agrees on this, that he sucks. Minetta really sucks. But his quirk, when his when those or, like purple things stick together, the robots would not be able to move like they'd be down no like i know that he can use it because i've seen right. him use it but it's like but it sucks he sucks <laughs> can we give it to someone else and can he get out of a diaper god i hate minetta <laughs> okay you could have an entire podcast about why we hate minetta <laughs> i will prepare like full slides and everything <laughs> for it. oh my gosh oh <laughs> uh, i mean as for me I was not expecting much going into this because, I mean, it just sounded kind of X-Men-like. I was like, okay, that's all I know. I got really invested a lot quicker than I expected. Uh, some of the jokes just landed very quickly for me. And I was like, okay, like, I, I see this. is I see where they're going. Like, making fun of Deku because he's like, oh, I, I talked to a girl by just going next to her and he's like i talked to a girl yeah, like, didn't actually talk yeah didn't actually talk <laughs> as the the subtitle that comes up like i was like oh, okay they fully like they're self-aware i get this and then i wasn't expecting in just like that one season for them to flesh out these characters as much as they did um i was pretty impressed with they got me to get invested in a good amount of the class in just the first season and then of course i'm biased because i've watched longer so i know all the characters more but like even in the first season they did a good job of by the time we got to the end of the season and there are stakes going on i was worried about people that i had that i'd started to get to know and so yeah i was i was pretty impressed because they packed a lot into a first season uh was it 12 episodes yeah 12 yeah yeah in 12 episodes they achieved way more than naruto ever did in 12 episodes because they actually yes. use the time allotted yes they were not afraid to just mind. do it <laughs> like that is a big pet it. peeve mm-hmm. and they just did it and i'm like yes oh like that immediately sold me uh so yeah between the good writing the good characters and the quick pace of the plot i was like all right you sold me quickly and then yeah love it one of my favorite favorite parts is in the very beginning when the giant guy is fighting mount lady (laughs) and oh my god uh kamui woods comes in and he's like you are accused and going to be arrested for the most grievous of like crimes disrupting morning traffic and i was like i'm in (laughs) i love kamui woods oh yeah kamui woods is like the up-and-comer youngster hero and yeah, his power is really cool. And he's really fun. As the Mount Lady is great. Mount Miss Lady, Midnight, though, yeah. like, oh, calm down Midnight. your horniness. Oh, she can't. That's her. She's she the can't. X-rated hero. <laughs> she is a freak. You're right, oh, yeah. students, ma'am. Oh, yeah. She's totally a freak. Especially, oh, you saw the, the sports festival. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, Anders, you need to watch the sports festival just to see the dominatrix hero being the one who's like judging slash refing the freshmen in their sports festival <laughs> and even the kids screaming. are like should we be here right now 
grape juice screaming it should have been me mm. is just stuck in my head. I'm sorry, yes. we're getting ahead of ourselves. <laughs> yes, we are. Okay. So this actually kind of, this show actually connects to our other love, which is Star mm-hmm. Wars. The series creator, who is Kohei Horikoshi, he's amazing and very funny. He's a huge Star Wars fan, which is not surprising when you see a lot of the place names in My Hero. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, he has Tatooine Station, which is in the I love that. first episode. There is Aldera High School, which is Alderaan. And then there is Musutafu, which is the city where the series takes place, basically. I did not know that one. Yes. And then the other one is Kamina Ward, which Daniel, you should yes. have seen. Yes. Kamina Ward, where the clones, the uh, Nomu clones are. I, I loved that little connection there. Mm-hmm. So many just like fun things that he likes to throw in there, which is really cute. I, I think I like My Hero so much because it does have a lot in common with Rebels. It's about kids who are coming into their own, coming into their power, who are little mm-hmm. shits. Like some of them are little shits. Some of them are fine. Yeah. Like they're, a lot of them are kids. little shits. A lot of them are little shits, but I mean, they're 15. Of course, they're going to be assholes. <laughs> yep. Or just like really <laughs> fucking hyper. I'm like, good lord, kids, you all need to take some, like, quiet pills and just chill a little bit. I mean, if I had superpowers, though, I would have no chill either, yes. so. Well, and of course, they're not allowed to use them. Like, these kids haven't been able to use their quirks, yeah. really. Unless they're in some sort of specialized training course to do it. Like, they can't use them in public. You can't use them in school. So this is the first time when they're actually able to let loose. So, of course, they're going to go a little nuts. <laughs> Yeah, of course. <laughs> During the testing. If I could do explosions Aizawa. with my hands, like mm-hmm. just because I'm sweating and they're like, but you can't do that ever. Well, yeah. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. But I can make explosions. Yeah. With my hands. With that my can be hand. super strong, except if I punch you, I break my arm. Oh, poor sweet deck. <laughs> I mean, he just has to train some more. He really does. He, someone he... who has a movie name i believe yeah, yeah that's a movie i don't know if i should spoil that never mind I'll... oh yes i mean he gets to train with a lot of different people yeah but yeah one of the guys that's coming up who even all might is like he called you oh my god <laughs> yes sir hello yeah. sir yes his old teacher all might's old teacher who he is afraid of even though all might is a seven foot tall man <laughs> i i adore all might so much and he's another really interesting character. I think we'll have to talk about him a little bit later when we start to go over like our favorite characters. Um, is there anything else like you guys see similar to Star Wars here? Lots of hero's journey, lots of other fun stuff. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, Izuku, while he is totally fucking nuts, he is kind of a classic, you know, boy who doesn't think he's special yet gets that call to adventure decides he puts in the work he gets his training montage he gets chosen for the whole for the whole bit mm-hmm. i mean i saw that tattoo in station first episode it was one of the first times i paused and i was just like there, there's no way that's not a coincidence right. <laughs> it's like zero chance it's not a reference everything in here is important like if you see everything. it it's there for a reason <laughs> yeah oh no just Izuku... like Zuku <laughs> <laughs> feels like sweet little boy luke just starting the order like in in like just starting his training and then like bakugo feels like very angry episode two episode three anakin like just chill baby bird like it's it's gonna be fine 
I mean, yeah, maybe. <laughs> nah. Maybe it's gonna be fine. Yeah, he oh, has no chill. Did make oh, me think shit. about. I mean, watching the show did make me think about like God. If I could have a cork, what would I? What would I want? Versus yes. like, what would I probably have? I'd probably have something ridiculous and mundane, like Perfect Recall yeah. of movies and TV. like Perfect Recall <laughs> of movies and TV, which I would turn into like trivia, trivia night victories and free beer. But oh yeah, oh, yeah. Of course. Of course. Uh, I mean, the one that I would always want is telekinesis mm. because I think it's an underrated quirk because you can also use it to fly. You can float yourself. And if yep. I'm totally honest, I would absolutely cheat at a few casino games, little roulette or some like uh like, some dice games. <laughs> oh, you yeah. know, you know they would be all over that though. Yeah, they're that's one of the reasons that you're not allowed to use your quirks in public. Yep. And if you get caught, it is not good, folks. <laughs> Serious fines. You won't get thrown into Tartarus or anything, but uh stop stamping all over my dreams, guys. I'm sorry, <laughs> Enders. No, you can become a hero though, like with easily with telekinesis why would i want oh, to yeah. do that though i don't know <laughs> i mean <laughs> about the dollar dollar like, bill y'all. yeah ochako just wants to make money like let's face it but yeah. that's fine because she's adorable and her family needs money so of course that's like the perfect reason she's to so want sweet. to be a hero she is really sweet i do love ochako <laughs> daniel how about you what do you think your quirk Ooh. would be or what would you want it to be <laughs> so i mean mine would probably be something so mundane as well like I I can juggle three tennis balls, but only <laughs> three tennis balls. Like, it would be something mm-hmm. very absurd. There's um, usually a rule, too, for the quirks. Right? Like, there's usually some sort of rule. <laughs> so, I think I'd really want for any uh, video game nerds out there, because anytime we do Star Wars stuff, of course, I bring up video games. Uh, I would want biotics for Mass Effect. It's like gravity manipulating powers, but you have, like, Ooh. this cool purple glow around you when you do it mm-hmm. okay so you can like kind of like Ochako. make someone it's kind of like the force mm-hmm. uh but it's kinda visible like... so like you can throw people you can make them float you can um it's kind of like, like early scarlet witch stuff from the mcu Ooh. yeah th- yeah think like throwing purple things like scarlet witch throws her little red things and you make people float or you make them go flying or like you can compress gravity on them and make them heavier or something like I feel like this is part of a Smash Brothers character. <laughs> Probably. The, the only downside is one of the characters in the games gets kind of like bad migraines as side effects. So I would probably have to take that as a side effect. But I mean, if I had superpowers, I'd take it. That's so true. So, so true. Um for me, I'm guessing that my quirk would have something to do with writing, just because I'm a writer. Um, oh, maybe cool. a little bit like Umbrella Academy. Like, I don't have to say, have you heard the rumor? But if I write something and somebody reads it, it becomes true. Um, so you're the not, author from Once Upon a Time. Kind of, but then the, it's um, not permanent. Like, Because most the f- of the quirks have a time limit, so it could become true, but only for like five minutes or something. Okay. Because mm-hmm. every quirk has its drawback. Even Bakugo his is super powerful, but if he doesn't sweat, it doesn't work. So when it's cold, he has to be very careful with how he Ooh. conserves his energy because he doesn't make as much sweat. So cold is his hero Achilles name heel. for you. Mm-hmm. Hero name for you if you're a writer, ghost writer. Oh, yes. That'd be good. I like that. There we go. See, like marketing writer. genius. Hire me. <laughs> The madman is here himself. Yes. I like it. 
Okay, now we're going to dive into characters. I'll go last because I have to talk about a lot of characters. Uh, mm-hmm. Anders, who did you like? I liked Asui. I think that's how I you told say you it. to call her Sue. Well, yeah. You know Asui? what? Yeah, Asui. she's fun. <laughs> she's fun. <laughs> she's frog yeah. girl. She's got that kind of like Luna Love Good type energy about her. Just she's quirky in a world of quirks, and I liked yes. that about her. Mm-hmm. And she can throw she's up quirky. her stomach and clean it. <laughs> yeah, she is a frog. <laughs> yes, but like, don't don't watch me do that, please. Yeah, she's like, Mm-mm. I like how level headed Sue yes. is, even though she has like a maybe crazier quirk. That is not her personality at all. She is very responsible, very level headed. Level headed, makes fun of Bakugo, does not care that he yells at her. Like she gives right? zero shits. <laughs> she's like, I'm a frog, yo. Like I can just run away. From so you. chill. <laughs> And then when they're on the boat, like, mm-hmm. and Mineta's freaking out, and it's her and Deku, and she's just like, all right, cool, let's analyze this, let's do what we gotta do, like, hell yes. yeah. She's definitely Love Ravenclaw, you. like, Sue yeah. is total Ravenclaw energy. She's amazing. Mm-hmm. That was such a good choice, Anders. Sue does not get enough love. She, she deserves so much more. There is an OVA, which is very much about her. And OVA is a, a, like original video something. I can never remember what it stands for. But it's mm-hmm. like extra content that they okay. create for the shows. And it focuses on her and her family. She's like the oldest of a bunch of froggy siblings and oh her froggy God. parents. And her best friend was like a snake girl. And it's just really cute. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay. I need to see this. They're adorable. I think if you Google gonna, them, you can I'm gonna find track them it down. on YouTube. They're yeah, they're really fun to watch. Daniel, how about you? Ooh, okay, I really like a lot of them, so I'm gonna try and be brief. For the teachers, down. All Might and Eraser are probably my favorite, just because All Might, from what I heard, like I hadn't heard much going into it, but like I saw the picture of him and I knew what he was kind of playing off of. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, he's Lame. gonna be this one-dimensional stereotype thing. And then him turning into the wizened old man. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Way more interesting than I thought he was going to be. Definitely. Really love him. Yeah. Like, All Might was fascinating. And Eraserhead just oozes cool. He's he so just hot. oozes cool. <laughs> He's so hot. Eraser, okay, He's so Eraserhead Not exactly my type, but I'll give it to him. But he is hot. He is so hot. He's very tired. He's an insomniac. And he gives zero shits. Like, Daniel, you've seen Naruto. Yes. Uh, so you know Kakashi. Yes. Is another one of the famous kind of teacher anime characters. Kakashi's the teacher that I would have the hots for. Uh, yeah, Kakashi's very hot. Don't know if I would really trust him with children as much as I trust Eraserhead. Like, well, I yeah, because no. Much more responsible. Yes. <laughs> Agreed. Um, also when he lets loose, holy shit. Like when I first started watching this season, I don't know about you guys, but when he rolls in, in his freaking sleeping bag, amazing. It's like, like, Oh, I related to him so deeply in that, in that moment, this man, some coffee, but then he (laughs) unleashes at the USJ and you're like, Oh, okay. Oh, okay. This is amazing. Don't know what's happening. He's really good. I love that these powers have limits. Yeah. I like that's something that really made me happy that like, yeah, he mm-hmm. can only do it. Or he can block your powers, but he has to be looking at you. And yep. the more he does it, it dries out his eyes. Like yep. I love that there's drawbacks and it makes them more realistic in a way. 
mm-hmm. it makes it it makes the world feel grounded in a not grounded world right it's like nobody yeah. can be too op like exactly deku. some people accuse deku who is it's um izuku midoriya's hero name is deku yeah. and also the name that bakugo uses to make fun of him um his power should be the op power but it breaks his body like right? he uses his finger one time and it breaks his entire finger he uses his arms it breaks his arms it breaks his leg yeah he has to learn how to use the power yeah it's not automatic it's not just given to him like he eats the hair that's mm-hmm. a whole nother story everyone he eats the hair to get the power yeah but you can't just use it immediately interestingly enough all might could use it immediately but he was a brick shit house. he was a built like yes. 17 18 year old kid who had already been training for this yeah, he was a little psycho yeah a tall um, giant psycho but yes not They're all psycho. Little, they, they all are a little crazy the heroes have to be a little unhinged to do what they do yeah like these are the, the weirdos of society are these heroes um, I think you had one other person, Daniel, that you yes, really like. Yes, I do have to shout out Todoroki. Uh, oh, Shoto baby. Todoroki is so cool. <laughs> Poor homeschool baby. With his baby. little Zuko scar. Uh, <laughs> yes, I, he is Zuko, for real. <laughs> I just... Uh, so again, I'm trying to like only keep it to what I remember from season one, but like mm-hmm. so much is cloudy. I love all these characters. The yeah. class, I really do love class 1A, but... Yeah. I'm going to give a shout out to Todoroki because season one, he just was so sick with those ice powers. Yes. That was is, pretty awesome. Yes. Yeah. He's the most powerful, I would say, the most in tune with his own abilities yeah. at this point. Like even Bakugo, it's like, ah, oh, shit, what, what could I do against a freaking ice boy? Yeah. <laughs> and that's before Todoroki he even shows good. his fire side. <laughs> he is so funny. Shoto Todoroki does not understand anything. He is a homeschool boy. He got into UA on a recommendation because his dad is the number two hero endeavor. um, And they're filthy rich. He's a good boy who needs to be protected. Yes. Protect poor little Shoto at all costs. He's just a baby boy who doesn't really understand. I love when he comes back from the USJ and the invisible girl was in the same spot as him and she's like oh yeah i was hiding in the same spot and he's like i could have killed you <laughs> <laughs> he just is like I, I don't i was fine everything was fine poor shoto he just he is a sweet little baby his arc is crazy <laughs> yeah i'm really and enjoying what they've done with him so far the todoroki family arc is also nuts if you are interested in keeping on watching gentle listeners definitely keep watching just for the Todoroki family crazy bullshit that happens. (laughs) Like I said, this world is very twisty and it does get dark at times and their family is one of the darkest parts of the show. Endeavor, you're a dickbag. Yeah, his his father is an absolute shit show of a person. Uh, My favorite character is Bakugo. I love him. Explosive, cranky boy who despite being really loud and obnoxious is an introvert like hardcore if there's ever a quiet moment he is quiet like he is not loud but then when he gets to use his quirk and he knows he's awesome he gets very loud um his relationship with Deku and how it progresses through the show and the manga is probably my favorite part 
I do not ship him with Deku. However, that's just weird because they are basically brothers. I ship him with best boy Kirishima with the spiky red hair and the hard work. <laughs> who also calls Bakugo out on his bullshit because he's not afraid because he can harden his skin against Bakugo's yeah. explosions. He's like, you can't hurt I me, just, bro. Bakugo, I need you to stop screaming that you're going to kill your friends. <laughs> hey, let's do a sparring match. Bakugo, I'll kill you. I'll kill you. I'm like, uh, Bakugo, can we chill, baby boy? I don't think he can. No, I don't think so at all. Oh, he, he also needs everything. Like, all throughout everything, he was the gifted kid. And then he gets to high school and finds out that he is not. I mean, he's still really good. Wait, you have to put in more effort than just, like, bare minimum? Being awesome. Yeah. And, I mean, he did get first place in the the exams, which is, like, good for you. You are really good at taking these practical exams. But you still have a lot to learn. And I think he was very surprised to find that out, that he still has a whole lot to learn. And it doesn't help that All Might is also his favorite hero. Like him and Deku have a a lot in common. And so he's jealous that Deku gets special attention at times. Mm -hmm. And that will also be an important plot point moving forward. Yes. So those are my favorite characters. There's a ton of just great characters as you move onward. The villains don't get a lot to do in season one. You get to meet Shigaraki which Anders is the weird guy with the hands everywhere. Kamura Shigaraki freaky is fuck. I know how much you love hand stuff, Colleen. Shit, not that kind of hand stuff. <laughs> His quirk, no, I'm not getting anywhere near that. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, mm-mm. Do not get near him. He is a whole nother reason that kids need therapy. Are we allowed to drop show. the F-bombs on this show? Oh, yeah. I All already the time. Had, I think. Yeah. Fuck you, Tomura Shigaraki. <laughs> fuck you so much. You creepy little bitch boy. Fuck you. He seriously is. He is like this little gamer boy who never got to go outside. And yeah. The world is kind of mean. So I hate it. And now I'm going to kill everyone because I'm a little bitch who has hands on my face. Yes. I hate you, Tomer Shigaraki. (laughs) Yeah, Shiggy. Poor Shiggy. He's got a lot going on. Um, Great villain. Hate him. Yes he becomes an even better villain there there's just a lot more people for anders to meet i don't know if i can't remember if dobby is in season one blue no. fire boy i think he's season two he's, he's season two i think one of the best villains but yeah just interesting i love a story with good villains who actually get yes. backstory who have reasons for doing shit the big bad you don't see a whole lot but Tomura Shigaraki is kind of the stand-in for yeah. the big bad villains. Mm-hmm. He's not the worst. <laughs> let's just mm, let's just put that out there. He's not the worst. Okay, I've guys. Met the so boss that, at this point, so <laughs> yes, yeah. Daniel has met the boss, and he is a whole nother, mm, whole nother story, whole nother can of worms. Great I think voice. I can. I'm going to talk about him a little bit at the end, just for like kind of thematic stuff. But just a couple other liter- little things like who, what do you guys think of like the quirks, the character designs, the costumes, like what, it's it's very strange and very weird to look at at some point. It, it is, but at the same time, like I said earlier, you know, I had no expectations, no nothing to really anticipate going into this. But 
once it registered, I mean, going in and knowing that this is an anime, that it is a manga, which to me is still effectively just a comic book and there are superheroes, the character designs and the costumes were kind of like exactly what I would have thought they would have been. Yeah. Like they're, that's just comic book superhero type design in the, in out of control (laughs) in this type of, so some of them I thought were kind of got awful. Yes. Yeah. But Mm -hmm. that's not necessarily a bad thing in this type of a medium. So power to you. It makes them memorable. (laughs) Bakugo's grenade bracers are insane, but I love them. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. been a little bit since I finished my watch on this. I honestly couldn't tell you much about any of them, like specifically. Like none of them stood out to me in that way. Right. So, Deku's mom made his, which is adorable. Oh my god. No, those bunny ears were just bad. Oh my god. Those terror. were bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> like, I get what you're going for. That was horrible, Deku. Mm-hmm. Um, I I mean, the grenade bracers were just ridiculous. Like, you need to chill, Bakugo, but he I always say that. It never happens. <laughs> no, never. Grape juice's, like, diaper cape combination. So is so stupid but i mm-hmm. it's memorable like i it's he sticks out in my head um one thing that i i was not a fan of is oh my god these are teenage girls can we mm. stop making like such a focus on their cleavage yeah. like i mean yeah. i understand that um oh oh what's her name um momo. she produces yeah momo yeah. uh she produces she items out skin. of her skin yeah I get it, but, but did she need to open her her breast in front of the students? Just like, oh, I'm gonna produce something. Like, couldn't you just yes. show in your midriff? Like, what are she we? She literally here? does not care, which I do like yeah. about Momo. She does not care. But just that still, little pervert Minetta's around. I'm just yeah careful. Yeah, um, gross. <laughs> yeah, no the the one like the kind of perviness on the girls was was bothering me, but I know mm-hmm. that's kind of a thing that happens on a lot of animes. Yeah. It gets um, better. I, Yes, like and I at least appreciate aren't too revealing. Yes, and I appreciate that Minetta starts getting put in his place more. Like mm-hmm. the students are calling him out. He is getting yeah. like stabbed in the eye with audio jack cords and stuff like that. Like hell yeah! Um, so that at least made me feel better that they start improving that at least. Yeah, they all know he's a little creep. Yeah, like they know. Yeah, <laughs> they don't let him get away with it. No. None the quirks. They're just so fun. They are. Yeah. So fun. Yeah. One and, guy comes yes. up whose quirk is glue. He's <laughs> in class 1B. He, he, his head looks like a glue canister kind of thing. Um, oh, oh. I Very have to strange, tell, Anders. <laughs> Anders, I have strange. to tell you about this pro hero that we oh, get introduced to. Uh, best genist. <laughs> yeah. He can manipulate the threads on your Fibers. clothing. Yeah. Yeah. Fiber. It is ridiculous. He is head to toe in like denim up to his nose. Yes. And he's just, I'm best genius. It's absurd. (laughs) And he is number three, number three hero. (laughs) But he was so cool when he was doing his powers. I was like, wait, oh, actually, this is cool in action. But I wanted to make fun of him so bad. Oh, his look is awful. Anders, you'll have to look it up at some point. It's so stupid. But he's really good. Yeah, at what he does. Yeah, very, very, very talented with his quirk. 
Oh my god, best genius. <laughs> like it's that's I, I love how like absurd some of these powers are that they mm-hmm. weren't just doing stereotypical. Okay, this person flies, oh, this like person has super strength. Yeah. Oh, I, I mean, mean the he, jacket's not bad, but like the haircut, oh like oh yeah, but he's just like oh genus i love you (laughs) i enjoy how uh, like how much they thought about these quirks like they they made them unique Mm -hmm. they made them like instead of making ida just super fast so like no put some engines in his leg yes and his brother has engines in his arms right like Like, they have the same kind of quirk, but it's different yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and then like uh, this is something that goes on later on but you know maybe people will find someone who they think would have an interesting quirk for their children Mm. that is a plot point maybe who knows like Mm -hmm. the implications of some of this stuff in the world that like quirks aren't just like oh fun superpowers like no they actually Mm. are like there there's more to them yeah and we need to talk about the implications of having them yes that before we move on to the music, which I also love, um, I think we should talk about that a little bit about how this world is presented at first is mm-hmm. that quirks are awesome. Everyone yes. should want one. Everyone should have one. The best people in the universe are the heroes who take down the villains. Very simplistic, very kind of like Superman fighting the bad guys. Mm-hmm. Everyone is safe because All Might is there. The problem then what if all might is not there yep. because we learn in the very first couple episodes that his power is fading like he can't hold that muscular form forever because he's been very critically injured in a battle that he had in the past and so his time is fading away for being yeah. able to be the number one hero what happens when an entire system has been built upon one person for 40 years. What happens when he falls? That's why the dude in the expanse said that if you want to be an emperor, you have to uh, live forever. Yes, exactly. And Palpatine in Star Wars, he mm-hmm. knows that if you want something to stay a certain way, you have to you basically have to live forever. Yeah, but, but that's Cuban. also more. That's also more. Just Palpatine just was like, I just want to live forever. Oh yeah, he's and I need and I need all the power of the power. universe to and achieve that. Knowledge. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but like, you do need to live forever, otherwise your empire is going to fall. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, that is what happens in this universe. Like, they're not ready. No one is ready for when All Might will inevitably be gone. Yeah. And facing that is super interesting in the manga, in the anime. There's also prejudice against people like Shoji. He's the one with eight arms and he wears a mask yeah. at all times. He wears that mask because it scared a young girl when he was very young. And he's been told that he looks like a monster his whole life. And that's why he's becoming a hero because he wants to be able to help people with his quirk. But this kind of thing very against they're called heteromorphic quirks these are quirks that eraser head cannot erase they are permanent they are a body thing like it their body just can't magically turn into a regular human if right. eraser looks at them they're going to stay that way and that sort of prejudice is looked at why people become villains is looked at how society fails certain people 
kind of like like they could have failed Deku if he hadn't been this little ball of positive energy with 13 right. notebooks full of hero notes. It's very strange that he turned out the way he did, although his mom is amazing. Shout and he's to insane. Inko Midoriya. And he's, <laughs> insane. he's an insane optimist, basically. And he also is chasing after Bakugo. Like he has this person who drives him to want to be a better person, <laughs> even though it's not the person really you should be following. But he doesn't act like Bakugo. So at least there's that. I just thought it was interesting that these kind of things were being brought up in something that could have been very simple and very kid focused. Yes. I think it's good for kids to watch this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Star Wars, Clone Wars, Rebels, like animated shows, freaking Avatar. Avatar, The Last yeah. Airbender, Asking The Dragon questions. Prince. Yes. It's, it's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's about kids learning and growing, asking the questions, being like, okay, so our world is not that great though. Like, why is everything so fucked up? Like, oh, maybe we don't have one person who can just magically solve our problems and we kind of have to work collectively if we want to achieve our goals of helping people. Yeah, Yeah. Daniel, that sounds hard. I know, (laughs) isn't it? That is basically what everyone says. I mean, let's face it, like even when you get farther in the series, the only hero who is really trying to be better than All Might is Endeavor, who is the fire hero, the flame hero. He's Shoto Todoroki's father. He's the only one who's really like pushing himself to try and be as good as All Might. Everyone else is like, yeah, we do great work, but All Might, nobody can be better than All Might. Yeah, but Endeavor. So, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, Endeavor fucking sucks. <laughs> let's just let's just put that right out there. Once you keep you Andrews, have a cool fire mustache, Endeavor, but you're an asshole. Oh, Endeavor is a, is a piece of shit. Daniel will yeah. learn even more about why he is a piece of shit, but. Mm-hmm. That's another storyline that gets an interesting, what is a redemption arc? What is, like, is that arc useful in a story like this? And there are tons of different styles of redemption arcs in My Hero. Anders hasn't gotten there yet because he needs to get past season one. (laughs) Although Bakugo also is on that kind of journey of not being a little shit 99.9% of the time. We need him to just, like, Maybe just one percent of calm down. No, he can't. Literally, he has no. Please, Bakugo. Bakugo can never calm down. Otherwise, he wouldn't be Bakugo. I know. (laughs) Sometimes he he is calmer, but for the most part, when especially if Izuku is around, he's not going to be calm. So yeah, there's that. Okay, just kind of like heading into the last kind of cute little thing I wanted to ask you guys about Um, thoughts on the music. A lot of the themes continue through the show and you'll notice that they change like the people's elite motifs change especially all mites as the show goes on what did you guys think of the music very anime honestly (laughs) not my jam so fun intense i I think (laughs) that i might have like season two and three's music stuck in my head right now Mm -hmm. and that's coloring my perception but like the villain music is stuck in my head, especially the music that I especially with. Um, oh gosh, what's his name? I already there's so many names that it's hard to keep up. There's a lot of names. It's really hand gross. guy, hand face man, Shigaraki, <laughs> Shigaraki, Tomura Shigaraki. The music I associate with him is so good. Um, I just I'm enjoying it, but again, I'm probably mixing up some of the later seasons' music. 
Uh, Because when it gets a bit more serious, the music starts getting tense like and matching the situations and i i enjoy that where it's a little bit more fun in the first season yeah and then it grows and yeah it's fun like you're used to all might smiling and then in usj arc you finally see him frown in his all might form and that's when you know you're like oh shit and the music shifts with him (laughs) yes i love that yeah i just uh, i didn't find any honestly when i knew you were going to ask us about this i was mostly thinking about the the opening credit the opening theme i'm not a big fan of season one's not a big fan of and then the rest of the music none of it really stood out to me i like the end at that point season one although the end credit sequence isn't good but the song is pretty good like i'll i'll concede i don't think any of it's bad i'm not here saying that like it's it's bad music it just wasn't not my taste I not mean, it's taste. not it's not Attack on Titan season one music. I mean, nothing can really beat that. I remember is, so little about that. Well, you watch two episodes. Not <laughs> even. Don't remember. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of rough when Aaron's mom gets eaten in like the very first episode. <laughs> and it's very violent. But for this, I love like each season changes. The opening changes goes along with kind of the theme for each season which I really like. And as the seasons get longer, you'll have two openings and two closings because they split into halves. There's 12 and 12. I'm really enjoying the music, like the openings in the later seasons that I'm in. Yeah. They're fun. They get much better. So much better. We've been skipping them because we did notice that like things slightly got spoiled. We're like, yeah, we, you do have to be careful. Decker's going to fight yeah. someone that has this power, and then we're like, oh, God, okay, yeah. so yeah. Just remember to watch for the end credits scenes, because there are some of those. Oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> there well, are. I might need to be going back. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're going to rewatch. Let's, let's be yeah. fair. <laughs> I really like this show. It's so, so good. I was talked into it. I got talked into watching Attack on Titan. So COVID was starting. We were all stuck at home. A group of our friends were watching or had been watching Attack on Titan since it first started airing. They're like, please, you need to watch this. You used to watch anime. You're going to love it. And I was like, oh, fine. (laughs) And now I've been watching anime like crazy ever since. And I love it. I'm very glad I started watching it. I'm very glad that I started watching My Hero because a lot of my fan fiction writing has been my hero based oh yeah all the characters aged up appropriately of course but still like as it should be it's been very good for my creative process which i really have enjoyed and i just love talking about it i love getting people's thoughts on it especially about attack on titan because there is some shit that goes down that people are very divided on (laughs) so i will be diving into that later on it's not fully Mm -hmm. finished yet right no, there should be only one more part, I'm which waiting is the beginning the f- of January. Yeah, I'm waiting for that to, to be out before mm-hmm. I even tackle that. You want to because you want to stick with the dub. The dub acting in certain anime is terrible. Like, I think I know who you're talking about in Full Metal, the main guy that plays Edward. His Oh, no, it voice? wasn't Edward. It was a side character, I think. Oh, it was, was a side character. Okay, because I was like, yeah. Vic Montaigne, I love him. His voice works. Sometimes it does get a little whiny. And it takes a while for people to get used to him. But then once they do, they're all in. Whereas I think My Hero does an excellent job with their voice crew. And then 
Attack on Titan is a lot of the same people. You'll start to notice a lot of crossovers with voice actors, which is really fun once you start watching more anime and hoping these people get paid because they're all very talented. Mm -hmm. Okay, I think we're going to head into kind of like our final thoughts section. Like, do you guys think you're going to watch more of the show? Maybe cheat and look stuff up if you're not going to watch. What do you think? Well, I mean, I think we're very clear on what I'm doing. Uh, <laughs> the only reason I'm not watching more after we're done recording is because my roommate's going to have to go to bed for work. Mm. Uh, and I'm like, oh, of course. So I can't <laughs> cheat on him and watch it when he's going to bed. Uh, That's fair. So <laughs> I will watch more tomorrow night. I'm going to watch all the way through this. Like, I'm finishing this show. You, you've created a monster. Uh, oh, no, not like, me. No. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, I'm going to keep giving more animes a try as well. It might be a little bit before I try Full Metal again, though. Oh, I don't I don't blame you. Full Metal is also longer, so it's a little bit of commitment. But it does, it gets so good as it goes along. And Roy Mustang is shorter, complete stories, though. Like Like Daniel, if you haven't gotten to Roy Mustang, you need to keep watching. (laughs) No, I don't think I have. Yeah, he's really hot. Okay. I'll watch Bebop first, I think, though, because that's like yeah, complete, short. right? Yep, it's yeah, complete. Then... It's one season. There is a movie that's also very good that you can watch with Cowboy Bebop. But yeah, it's shorter. I'll watch that. The Netflix show that makes no sense. I like no, the I Netflix will not watch show, that. but it was like perfect casting and it was well executed, but they didn't quite get it. Yeah, I saw some of it because my roommate was watching it because he mm-hmm. loves Cowboy Bebop. And like, this looks fine enough but mm-hmm. it nothing really spoke to me yeah but i mean i i didn't think that john cho was doing a bad job at all like no he's the perfect spike yeah he was i i didn't hate the cast that i saw i just was like Meh, this isn't speaking yeah. to me but again right. i also hadn't seen cowboy bebop so like it oh the anime wasn't helping so much better so, yeah so much better and the english english voice actors for cowboy bebop are probably the best voice acting crew uh of any the the guy that plays Spike is amazing and does he's, a lot of uh, uh, video Zeb. game voice acting. Yes, Bloom is he's Zeb Aurelius. He's Zeb. Uh, he is. Oh my gosh! Uh, one of the Krogan in Mass Effect. He plays yeah. <laughs> uh, some characters. He's just his voice is amazing. He's a mon in um, Legend of Korra. Oh yes, yes he yeah, is. He's mm-hmm. he's just the best. I love Steve Blum. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anders, <laughs> so have we persuaded you <laughs> to try season two? <laughs> so as, I'm, I'm glad that we did this. I'm glad that I did this. I'm glad that we kind of went through this whole exercise. I don't see myself watching season two or watching watching oh, beyond. Anders. I <laughs> this, but right. I am again. I am glad because I do finally understand what draws people to this medium. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like, I found the story compelling. I found the characters interesting. I found the world interesting. For me, it's just, I can't quite get into the animation style. The visuals of it just mm. don't speak to me. Maybe you should watch the movies. Way. Or at least the first movie, because the animation budget for the movies is ridiculous. Like, And the I, first, Daniel, you can watch the first movie after season three. Okay. Like, it's... It's so choppy, and I know that's actually part of the. That's part of the. Yeah, some spec. studios have that style, and this that's yeah, it's supposed like, to be a little more slapsticky. Yeah, it's that supposed also to, changes as the it show. It just, goes 
I, I just couldn't do it. It's kind of, I mean, I had a similar experience when, you know, I went back and I finally told myself, all right, this is the one that they say it gets you into comic books if you're not really a comic book reader. And so I read The Sandman, all of it. Oh, yes. All 10 volumes. And I just Stunning. don't, I do not enjoy reading comics. And that's okay. Comics so, as a medium yeah. just isn't for it's me, just, but I, I respect Yeah. It. So I have a greater respect for this medium after after this whole thing. Just not for me. It's just not my thing. I want you to watch the movie now, just so you can <laughs> so you can see the. You animators just told just Daniel that he has loose. to get he has to get to the end of season three, and you're telling well, me, he, yeah, it's he fine, doesn't really skip. have to, but he's already there, so he might as well. I think because you yeah. finished you finished the Camino arc, right? Uh yeah, the, they're they're the Bakugo I think kidnapping the arc. Very yeah that? the. The very last thing I saw was uh, a helicopter over All Might. Okay, so then yeah, yeah, you can watch you can watch the first movie then. Yeah. Okay. But it's so. very good. It it's like it's kind of canon, but not necessarily. It's more of like a side adventure, but oh, okay. it's very very good. <laughs> it's it's adorable in certain parts, outrageous in other parts. The villain is really <laughs> cool in that movie. And the animation is just ridiculously good. So, yeah. So we've gotten past where I was in fifth grade where I said, this is fucking dumb. And now I'm saying, you, now I'm saying you know what? If you love this, that's great for you. You're love that journey step. for you. <laughs> you know what? It is. That is a lot farther than, uh, than you were at. So we'll take yes. it. Yes. You've taken your first step into a brave new world. <laughs> Soon, like me, you'll be watching all of Naruto. No, I would no, never. I, know. I would never I would do that to Anders. That. <laughs> I, would, I would never trick Anders into watching Naruto. I, I mean, I know he wouldn't do it. He would just say no. No. I mean, <laughs> like the smart man that he is, he would just say no. Oh, no, no, Daniel, no. not happening. No. I'm not doing that. Uh, all right. Well, I think that is where we're going to leave it for today, y'all. Thank you for being with us, and come back again next time. In the next installment of our Force Fandom series, I tried to sell Colleen on Doctor Who. Let's see how that goes. <laughs> so whether you're finding us uh, wherever you're getting your podcast, hit that follow button. Give us a five-star review. Check out our website, BohemianGeekStudies.com. You can watch all of our episodes and enjoy Colleen's book corner where she reviews Star Wars literature. Uh, as always, keep telling other nerdy knights to come and join us, guys. It really does help. You can also find all three of us over on the Yet Another Star Wars podcast feed. We recently wrapped up our coverage of the season, the first season of Andor. Fucking mm-hmm. amazing. So and good. we are eagerly good. anticipating the upcoming Bad Batch season two. Oh. Yes, 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 Joke. yes. Let's go. <laughs> but until next time, guys, fire up those corks and keep those episodes streaming. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. Bye.